Suicide Logs episode 1010. We're finally getting the Pickles and Vodka podcast on. We're going to figure out why they're called Pickles and Vodka, huh? Episode 110, dude. We've got her on standby. We've got Christina from the Pickles and Podcast. Um, the ho- She's the host. It's a mental health comedy podcast. Uh, I've listened to a few episodes. And it's real, man. And I feel like... Um, I feel like maybe my female viewers would enjoy it a little bit more. Because she's a female. And... I don't know, man. It, I think she takes things more serious. She puts a little bit more emotion into what she says, and I feel like the difference... Let me just fucking call her before I start talking about her and shit like that. But what else is going on? Let me put this in here. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm amazing. Thanks that's, for asking. That's good. You're, you're on my show, and I've just been spending the last, maybe, I don't know, minute talking about you and i had to fucking just press that call button before i just went non-stop and just oh you know, shit uh, so i won't know i won't know what you said about me until this comes out i guess so do you tip oh oh hold on one second i have an emergency this is the worst time for oh, an emergency shit. there's a fucking bug in my studio hold up it's oh a fucking, you're right that's it's a that's like bug. a level one priority i gotta kill it ah it's a fucking oh, it's gross. I wish I had. I video. feel so Here, helpless. Let me show you. Oh my god. Let me show. You. She can't. You guys can't see it, but she <gasps> can see it. Oh, it's still alive. Oh, it's still alive. Okay, it looks like there's a giant hole in the box, and the bug has crawled out of the hole. Or is that just the bug's splattered body? It's a splattered body. I smashed it oh, with shit. this. I smashed it with this box. This podcast is taking a turn. Let me fucking kill it. All right. If you're trying to impress me, then it's working. I'm sorry. I don't know if you see that. Okay, so you saw, I halfway killed him. So I was halfway uh, peaceful about it. I did what I had well, to do. I defended myself. He was headed towards me. <laughs> you know that means I'm only halfway focused on this now. Because uh, if I know that the bug's halfway alive, I, I'm worried it's going to like, sneak scared. up on you and... I'm not fucking scared, dude. I mean, I, I'm just scared for you. I killed him when he was at his best. He was coming towards me. There's no way in hell he's going to be moving that fast ever again. Um, so you're saying he peaked? Yeah, yeah. And, okay. Uh, I'm not scared. If I see, I was scared if I didn't do anything about it because I didn't want to just do this podcast. And that is that that I don't know if you have those bugs in Seattle, but that is called an earwig. And those, oh shit! I am familiar with yeah. earwigs. And apparently, I think it's just kind of something an old oh my wives' tale. Those are the ones. 
ones with like the pinchers that yes. can like clip yeah. onto your ears. I heard they go in your ear and they lay eggs That's in your brain. That's what I heard too. As a kid, that was like my worst nightmare. Uh, that and ticks. Do you ever sometimes think that something like that along the lines has happened to you, but and, and oh, it's like, and it's affecting you and you have no idea? I mean, that would actually answer a lot of questions for me. Like, uh, I, I feel like that's the validation I need. You know, if I knew that I was the way I was because a bug crawled in my ear, then I mean, isn't half the problem just like knowing what the problem is? You know, huh, did that just God, blow your mind? A little bit. I'm having a hard time digesting it. That that was very foreign. Like, that was a very foreign thought to me. I feel like we need to change the subject. No, 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 because it's going to, well, it kind of will, but I want to ask about this. Now, before I say anything and, like, offend you and get you off my podcast five minutes in, just know that I'm coming at, like, at a curious and honest mind, you know? So, like, they all say, but okay. I want it to just sound like, correct me if I'm wrong. If you feel like there's anything that you need to fucking teach me about, like, you don't say that, you don't do this, let me know. Oh, I will. Okay, so... I promise. I, I've I vaguely heard you talk about it, because I've listened to, like, newer episodes. But, like, I know something that you talk... Now, I just feel like I hyped this fucking question up, because I know you talk about <laughs> it. But, like, okay, bulimia, right? So, yeah. you consider yourself a bulimic person, right? I am. Okay, I don't yes. know. I've, I don't... I've never really... Not that I know of. I know people who are bulimic. Like, I know someone, like, who... Just, when, is, when I think of a bulimic person, I think of someone who's just never hungry. Oh boy, howdy. This is going to be fun. I'm going to teach Am you I'm about dumb? the wonderful world of eating disorders. You're not dumb. You're just uneducated. uneducated. That's exactly. Exactly. Which I think is people, dumb. Most people are uneducated when it comes to eating disorders, but especially bulimia, because um, it's not portrayed in the media as much as like anorexia, I guess, would be the big one. Um, so bulimia is when you binge food. You know what that is, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, so eating to the point of discomfort or like eating a lot of food in one sitting. And then you, when you're bulimic, you then purge it. So that can mean throwing it up. That can mean exercising. That can mean starving. Um, but basically you binge and purge and you just go through those cycles. And it's not a good idea to eat like shit and exercise hard. Are you, are you telling me that? Maybe to like a, on a Richter scale, like a mild, like it. Well, it, it, in that use, idea. Do you use food as medicine? Like, do you eat a ton? Oh to man. Okay. Handle your emotions. The short answer, no. But it's funny you bring that up because I was telling my brother-in-law about it yesterday. We were talking about like video games and getting upset at video games. And I like when I was really young, I would like. I don't know, lose a lot of money in a game or die or something. Like, I played MMORPGs and shit. I don't know if you know, play that or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, brothers. Yeah, and so, like, when I would get sad, I didn't know what to do. But I would immediately go to the fridge, grab, like, a pint of ice cream, and try and eat the whole gallon of ice cream. But I didn't feel pleasure. It didn't feel good. And I just kind of, like, stopped myself. Like, I was just like, well, th this is what people do when they're sad, right? They just, like, binge eat. I'm young. I'm, like, 12. I can't drink alcohol or anything. Let me just eat. Well, yeah. 
ice cream and it, it just didn't click with me and I, that and a lot of other things I just feel like like drugs and alcohol and things like that I, I feel like they don't click with me but anyways uh, real quick I'll, I'll, must be nice man can, can we like trade lives cause sure <laughs> sure I mean we're doing a podcast I feel like that's like the closest thing but uh, I was yeah, gonna say like okay so I guess this doesn't apply to you because I guess I'm thinking of I don't know. It ruins the joke because it jo- it was kind of a joke. I was gonna be like, you ever think like you are the way you are with being bulimic? Because like, what if you just have a tapeworm and you ha- and you never knew? Well, that's literally what I was saying earlier. Okay. Talking about the fucking earwigs. Yeah, yeah. That's what that. I guess. I was like, am I the way I am because I had a bug crawl inside me as a kid? I mean, that would sure make everything a lot more simple. Yeah, and I, I don't know. But back I just- to back to bulimia. You, it's, um, so you were talking about emotional eating as a kid. That's very common. That's, like, my only Um, experience, really, with it, though. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, the, like, you can have disordered eating and not be diagnosed with an eating disorder, or disordered eating is very, very common. Um, it's an eating disorder when it's, like, a regular thing, and it interferes with your life. Um, I'm not a doctor, you can go look up the official criteria, but, um, yeah what questions do you have about it i mean this is the bulimia special um (laughs) i guess i just ask me anything i don't know well well i never really hear you talk about it yet on the show i mean i I feel like you do you've done it for two years i've only listened i listened to the episode with oh god i forgot his name he just dm'd me too and I, i dm'd him on god damn it the the guy javon yeah, the guy who's a realtor. Yeah, Javon yeah. Takes. I, listened, I interviewed him on my podcast uh, a few days ago. It was great. I listened to that episode, and then I listened to the guy who did sports. I don't know if he was a football player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he did polo or something. Some, like, Canadian sport. <laughs> okay, yeah, and it was very... They're, they're, but they're, now he's a coach, and he talks about men's mental health and, like, yeah. performance so I guess, and mental health, that kind of thing. I, I should introduce myself and talk about my podcast, shouldn't I? Before people... You can do whatever the fuck this. you want. Like, I don't... Um, <laughs> well, just so people aren't like, who's this random bulimic bitch and why is she talking on his podcast? I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my name's Christina. I'm 28. I live in Seattle and I have a mental health podcast called Pickles and Vodka where I just basically talk to people about their mental health and like in an honest way because I feel like most mental health podcasts it's just people talking about self-help or like reading the how book they got, how, how they got through something but it, you, you rarely hear about people talk about it when they're going through it like from an honest viewpoint you know because it's embarrassing it's shameful there's a lot of stigma around it so um yeah anyway now we can go back to talking about your wigs do you do you feel <laughs> earwigs? No, no, no. We're done with the earwigs. This is the earwig. This We're is the done earwig with the earwig. show now. I just, well, I guess what I was trying to say is that I don't really know much about you because I only listen to the episodes where we're learning about other people. So like we're learning about, yeah. um, I'm so uh, wow, I'm fucking horrible. Well, yeah, Devon I mean, and the other guy. And all I get out of you is just your reaction. You talk a little bit before the episode starts, and it usually so yeah, far. Yeah, it's not much. Yeah, so far it's just like, hey guys, I'm not doing too well, so here's this interview. <laughs> that's basically it in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's well, what I've gotten so far. This is the 
first time I've ever been a guest on a podcast. In two years of making a, pod- a podcast, I've never been a guest. And so I'm a little nervous, to do be you, honest. Do you do episodes by yourself? Uh, yeah, I have occasionally. My most recent one um, is called The Bulimia Diaries. And I do something really risky. Basically, um, I release a lot of my personal like, audio journals on, um, like as a podcast episode. Mm. Um, so you're literally listening to like my private journals, um, what I record when I'm going through a really rough time and I can't like write it down. I'll sometimes just like start recording and talking to myself because it's like, it's kind of like you, you doing your podcast, you know, it's therapeutic mm-hmm. just talking about it to yourself. Um, so yeah, the, my, that episode was a solo one where I just like released all these, uh, journal entries, um, and I was really going through a rough time and you can really hear it and it's kind of scary to release those episodes like back to what you were talking about i don't talk about myself a lot on my, my podcast um because you know it's mostly about the guests and also um it's scary for me you know it's like, kind of ironic. like anxious yeah it's, it's ironic because i have a podcast about mental health and i'm pretty open about it on social media but um I still kind of feel like I have to censor myself when I talk about things like bulimia because I am going through it right now. Like, I am in recovery. Um, I have not binged and purged in three months now um, because, well, that's a whole other story. I was in treatment for a few months recently. Um, but, yeah, I'm in recovery. It's hard, and it's hard to talk about because I'm not completely better, and I don't have all the answers, and I think if people think that you're in the middle of struggling they'll feel awkward talking to you about it because like they don't know if they're supposed to help me or like if they're supposed to like by talking about it are they enabling it like there's a lot of awkwardness there and I'm trying to like break that awkwardness down basically on my podcast Hmm. and you're 28 I'm 28 yeah I'll be 29 this year which fucking sucks why does it suck yeah, I, um, I'm kind of in a weird place in my life right now. So, like I just told you, I have been in treatment for my bulimia uh, since January. Um, and before that, because of COVID, I had been laid off of my job. Um, I was the head of marketing for an event company. I uh, got laid off because the events industry went away overnight with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was just in this weird position of like no job, um, you know, I was in treatment. I don't really have anything going for me other than my recovery. Um, I have the chance to like start over and like actually next month I'll be moving back to the East Coast to live closer to my family uh, just in the first like year or so of my recovery. So I have all that extra support. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm like looking at my life and I'm like, what do I want to do for money? Like, I don't want to do marketing anymore. Um, I have a degree in like web development, but uh, I really want to do something like, like my podcast, like that with mental health that helps people. Um, and I don't know what that's going to be yet. So I'm literally starting over. And I believe I remember... You said that you moved out of your parents' house when you were 18, and so it was like your first time coming yeah. back home in 10 years? Yeah, um, it's the first time I haven't had a job. I'm sorry, was that was... smoke? Are you smoking? No. I, I have you... my little va- vape. I was my about little to... vape. 
Yeah, I don't know if it, like I'm looking at you, but I don't have my thing because this is an audio only podcast. But you could turn the camera off if you yeah. want. Like if you feel like because you're talking about like uh, anxiety and things like that. If oh, you there feel, we go. yeah, if you you know whatever helps you. Like, but at the same time, I'm not trying to be like I want you to spill all your deepest darkest three secrets on my I show. Thought, <laughs> like, I no. thought that was the deal. I thought you wanted me to come and spill all my deepest darkest secrets. This is this is suicide logs, is it not? I, I mean, I know you told me you wanted me to go on your show and I could explain my thing, but it's just like, uh, I mean, I, I, I appreciate and really respect that you, um... Oh, hello? Yeah, I hear you. Hello? Yeah, I mean, I'm good. Can uh, you hear me? I'm still yeah, here. Yeah, I, I was about to say, uh, I, I respect that you were gonna come on and do all that but no i didn't i didn't have those expectations like uh you could we could have literally got on here and talked about earwigs for 17 hours like i don't (laughs) i don't i mean i feel like that's where this is heading don't you um well not well i'm picking things up and i'm just kind of like um like some things i'm having a hard time understanding but i understand that it's an issue and uh any questions you have even the dumb ones like this is why i'm here to educate people on the glamorous yeah, world you know, of bulimia i just i guess i don't know man like i i i consider my podcast like a mental health podcast and um i don't know just like real quick just to get it off my chest like i feel i feel like kind of burnt out in a sense of just like my life uh listening to other people's lives and stuff like that like um i did a podcast two hours before i got on with you and that podcast was almost two hours and i had like a two hour gap between hours with you you know we messaged beforehand and i did a lot i walked the fucking dog i ate i did pull-ups i did push-ups i i um i'm like halfway through this gallon of water i feel like i'm in college I don't know if you know what that is or if you've been to college. College? I know, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, <laughs> it just felt like you ever have a class and then in college you have, like, a two-hour break and then a class again. Like, Oh, yeah, you can't really relax during those two that's, hours. That's what I feel like I am. But I'm an adult. I'm 26 years old. I don't have... Well, health. you're busy. Well, that's the thing. People think they have to be I'm productive sorry. all Hold the time. On. I don't know if you hear this, but let me close my window because... So fucking unprofessional, dude. I need a fucking producer. Get it together. Yeah, but that's the issue. Like, I'm listening. I'm sorry. I'm listening. Oh, you're good. I mean, the thing is, I think people feel like they have to be productive all the time. And if they get tired, they feel guilty. But you are doing a lot. Like, you don't have to be busy all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's also with... it's normal to feel like burnt out if you're just pushing yourself all day because that's what I do too I feel like if I have free time I get uncomfortable so I try to fill my free time with little tasks like you know walking or doing podcast stuff or paying the bills or like whatever yeah I guess it just burns yourself out I guess just like the older I get and the less I do the more ashamed of myself I feel yeah, I get that. I'm 28, and I feel like I haven't really done much with my life um, compared to... And that's the thing. I compare myself to friends, and that's that can be just dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's there's not, always someone that's going to be better off than you. You know what I say? I say it's not good 
to compare yourself to others because it like even if you are doing better than someone that's not nice you know well what is better what is better than someone everything's subjective right well so like, okay one thing what you might consider bad would be like okay to someone else I guess it's just like okay like trying to make myself feel better because I'm not in another person's situation like people fucking gossip and shit and it'll be like oh did you hear so and so's pregnant did you hear so and so's getting a divorce and just in your head you're yeah. just kind of like oh good thing I like aren't going through that or something you know like or you're like what are they saying about me you know yeah or just even like I just I I don't want the thing to is, people's there's this thing called toxic positivity do you know what that is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's like you know someone has it worse off like people are dying you shouldn't complain like be happy positive vibes only be you know but like the thing is even i know people are dying out there i know there's people with less than me but that doesn't diminish my own pain that doesn't diminish my experience and you're totally valid in feeling upset or like tired or I don't know, stressed about something. Yeah. Like, you're, you're totally valid to feel your feelings. Back to anxiousness. I thought you were going to say back to earwigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, finally. Uh, <laughs> about anxiety, yeah. Anxiety uh, is my best friend. I was listening. I was listening. I mean,. I don't know if I want to put... I kind of accidentally put you on blast a couple of episodes ago. I was like, we're going to have pickles and vodka. By the way, not trying to fucking kiss your ass or anything, but it's like, <laughs> I was... Like, you're one of the first people that I was, like, scheduling to do a podcast with. And since I think I've done five different guests in, in between from our first interaction, but, like, I interacted with you first compared to, like, everybody else... So it's like in a small sense in my little podcast career, like, oh, this is like the first person I've had that I've like been wait. No, actually, I take that back. You've been hyping me up. I guess it's more like the more recent ones. I take that back. I had a band cancel on me once, but that's not a big deal. They did it and it was a cool show. So I'm not trying to talk shit. But anyway, <laughs> uh, anxiety, you know, and you, you, you called out sick on the first schedule because you're you're feeling and i guess that was like the first time anyone's been like i'm not feeling too well uh and that was the thing it's hard for me to do it's really hard for me to be honest in those moments like i wanted to give you an excuse to be honest like i wanted to say something like it sounded like you you at first were you were saying something about getting caught up in moving but like i that's not the thing is i was just depressed i was really in a in a depression and i just couldn't even talk to anybody like the idea of talking to someone on the podcast was just like i couldn't do it yeah yeah do you feel like i was causing stress like my was my show causing no 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 no. this is what i always fucking do so i have periods when i'm really on top of the world and i have energy and i motivated and i schedule a ton of guests and do all these things commit to all these things and then i'll follow back into the depressive cycle and i'll be like why the fuck did i agree to all these things i can't do this Hmm. like that literally always happens to me Hmm. so um it wasn't you it was it was me (laughs) i okay that i guess that explains it a little bit more because i had like questions about uh well this is your first time being a guest on the show sheesh this is i mean round one round one's over we're about 20 minutes in how are you feeling do you need a break 
Do we need a part uh, two? I, I, have, <laughs> I have my little vape here. I have my little can of sparkling water. Um, I'm, I'm feeling chill. What, what do you vape? Do you vape nicotine? Do you vape uh, marijuana? Like what? Um, I mean both, but right now it's just nicotine. Okay. Did you used to but smoke I, cigarettes I have, before? I might have smoked some some weed earlier. Not gonna lie. Um, I have never smoked cigarettes. Well, like you know, I have a few times, but I've never like regularly smoked cigarettes. Um, I tried. I've tried to. I've tried every drug under the sun. Um, but cigarettes were like the first one. That I was like, oh my god, all the cool people smoke cigarettes, like, I gotta get it on this. <laughs> and it, it just didn't um, click with you? I hated it. Uh, I hated the way it tasted. I hated the way you would, like, pass out smoking and then wake up and you would have, like, brown spit, you know? Ugh. Uh, it's so gross. Because um, I would drink. I would always drink and get drunk and then I would smoke cigarettes. Oh, and then I would wake up the next morning, no brushing my teeth, and it would be like just disgusting like cigarette breath and and what what's up with the name of your show pickles and vodka I, like what was oh I, yeah i don't really explain this ever i real i, I kind of did on the, my first episode but i've never mentioned it again and it is very random um so when i started the show uh back in november of 2018 uh, i had just broken up with an ex and i was going through a really hard time and um, I relapsed into my eating disorder, so I would, like, you know, restrict food all day, not eat, and then at night I would binge and purge, um, and then I also was an alcoholic at the time. Uh, I was drinking, like, a fifth of vodka every couple days, and just, like, going to work drunk, and I would not eat, and then drink vodka all day, and then, you know, it was just... A mess. Yeah. I, I was a mess. So, so sounds like you're living like it's the weekend, but it's all week. <laughs> yeah, and it's like not fun anymore. You're just doing it because it's the only thing keeping you from feeling your feelings. And um, so I, well, there was one night where I was literally just like sleeping on the couch. Or I was sitting on the couch um, with a vodka bottle in my hand. And then in front of me, I had a jar of pickles because that's all I was eating at the time was just like pickles because they're like five calories each holy shit um, I didn't know that. and so i was sitting on the couch drinking vodka with this jar of pickles in front of me and i was just like this is really funny like i, I look so ridiculous right now this is just like if i had to sum up my last few months in like one picture it would be this just sitting on the couch bottle of vodka pickles um so yeah, that's kind of where the name comes came from. I was just hmm. like, you know, that's really funny, pickles and vodka, and I want to really get it. It's like edgy and cute. And... But like when people ask me about it, I'm like, uh, funny story. <laughs> well, <laughs> the uh, what year did you start the podcast? 2018. 2018. So like, and, and uh, so I started the podcast, and then immediately I drove across the country from Virginia to Seattle. Uh, and I did the podcast while I was traveling. Like, I interviewed people along the way. Oh, what? That's pretty uh, and cool. And kind of documented my trip. And then, yeah, I've been doing it ever since I moved to Seattle. Um, I've had a couple breaks for mental health reasons. But other than that, I've just pretty much been doing it for two years now, which is insane to me. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. I'm... 
that that's a fucking origin story right there the story but uh <laughs> Uh, and, okay. I was super lonely. Okay. Oh, sorry. I never finished my story of how why I started it. I was super lonely, and I was going through all this shit, and I felt like I couldn't talk to anyone about it. Like I didn't really have any close friends in the area. My online friends, like I don't know. I just felt like I couldn't talk about it to anyone. And I was listening to a ton of podcasts at the time. I would just go on long walks and listen to podcasts, and I would feel like the hosts were there with me. This is hella cheesy, but like I felt like I was less lonely from listening to all these podcasts. And that's kind of what made me want to start mine, was just, like, having a place where I could talk about what I was going through and maybe make people feel less alone. So, yeah, that's how it came to be. That's, I mean, you've been doing it for about two years. Do you, would you would you say that? <laughs> would you, I, I noticed you said hella earlier, and that's a Bay Area thing. Do people in Seattle... Yeah, do, do people in Seattle just say hella? Um... I don't know. I, I'm not from Seattle, but um, I've also I've never been to the Bay Area. I've how long? Never been to how long have you California. been saying? How long have you been saying hello for? And where did well, you get honestly, that from? Honestly, you know what? I got it from a girl I went to college with. She said it, and I started kind of copying it and from it her. Um, this was like a tiny Christian college in Oklahoma, so like people would say hello, and that was like edgy. And, and you're in college. <laughs> you're in, you're. So how old are you when you? I don't know. I was in my, like, 19. I grew up in a super strict house. We couldn't even, like, to us, like, saying crap is like a swear. Mm. So, like, we, um, I, w- I was super sheltered growing up, so I didn't start swearing until, like, later. Not that hella is swearing, but, like, I didn't start saying slang, like, until later. So, like, to this day, I say the dorkiest things. Like, I don't know if hella, I don't know if hella is God, slang. God, slam it. God. <laughs> Gosh Dang darn it. it. <laughs> Dude, I no, think I, I think my I swear all the time now. I think yeah. my first word was hella and it's just kind of funny to hear you like, "Oh, I learned this <laughs> word from college in Oklahoma." And yeah, that, you know what I, I learned recently. You know what I learned recently is that some people put hella at the end of the word. Like they'll say, "That was rad, hella." Or like No, they that don't. That looks no, they don't. Delicious. Not Hella. Okay. I'm not even, oh, I'm let not me even ask kidding. you this. I can't believe I'm gonna. I'm gonna be such a fucking Bay Area asking this. Do you? Do you? Um. Does does food slap? Do you guys say that? <laughs> let me ask. Is it a yes or no question? Is that just a Bay Area thing, or is that an internet thing? I feel like it's like a. It's a Bay Area thing. It's a Bay Area thing. Like I can't believe I'm getting. I'm almost embarrassed of myself getting like an attitude about this. But it's like I feel like does it slap or not? It originated, but everyone says that now. People say people say food slaps. All the kids are saying that. Like oh, that song slapped. Okay, that's that's the thing. That's that's how you say it. A song slaps, not food. Nobody eats fucking popcorn before they're about to purge or whatever and be like, oh, this popcorn slaps. You don't say that. I mean, I would if it slapped you hard s- enough. I think I'm going to end this podcast, dude. I think uh, <laughs> I'm... Never mind. It's not important, but it's just, it's just funny. It's just funny hearing that. I'm like, not- I'm not even... You might get canceled. You might get canceled from the Bay Area with what you just said. Like, it's just so oh, funny. It's just so funny. I think I'll, I think I'll deal with it. I know, but it's it's just funny. It's like a culture like difference, and that's the thing. Like it's funny too, because out of 
Well, I guess I never really got at two. I guess I'm a little harder on you because you're an American. Um, and so, like... About my slang? Yeah, yeah. And I haven't... I just say whatever, honestly. I feel like I didn't know I was offending anyone. It's funny, yeah. But you're not offending me. It's just more of like, oh, I get it. Like, ah, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm being a dick. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm sorry. Uh, well, honestly, I've lived, I've lived in a lot of different places. I grew up, uh, my dad was in the Navy, so we moved a lot. And then as an adult, I've moved around a lot myself. And so I pick up phrases from different places I go to. And so my, the things I say are kind of a combination of like a bunch of different right. places. I kind of do that too. Like sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll sound like I'm Canadian and I'll, I'll, I'll say a boat. And, and eh, just because. I don't fucking know why. And one yeah, time, it's funny. It's fun. To me, it is, but everyone looks at me like I've got a, a disorder or something. I don't that's know. That's their problem. Like, yeah. Who cares but about that's, what you say? Like, exactly. Riled up I'm on the, but here I am being a hypocrite getting at you about food slapping, you know? So <laughs> it's just like, I don't even know. I don't know. think any of it matters. I, I, you know what? I don't think any of it matters. Am I... Am I being an asshole? Do you think, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much of an asshole am I being right now? Um, I don't know if you're being facetious or not, though. Like, I don't know you very well. I don't know how serious you are when you be an asshole. Like, you yeah, might you, be, we might be just joking around, you know? I'm, I am joking around. I am joking yeah, around. Yeah, that's what I thought. I guess I'm kind of, like, playing a character, but it's like... Okay, see, but that's, I guess... You know, I want to like loop it back. I'm sorry. I'm just beating around the bush with my question. I'm trying to set you up for like anxiety and anxiousness. Like, oh yeah, like Let's talk about fucking anxiety. I yeah. Let me take a woo saw for a second. Hold on. Do it. All right. What do you mean? What do you mean when you say that? I've seen it all over your podcast. It's um, a woo saw is when you take a second to just like. Take a breath, drink your fucking water, and just like clear your head, you know? And I was just getting all wound up with hella and <laughs> popcorn slapping. I was, I was, I was getting a little riled popcorn up. Popcorn slapping. Yeah, and I had yeah, to... Yeah, would you say that you were getting hella burned out? <laughs> yes. Are you, are you getting, are you getting hella tired from this conversation? No, it's, no, it's more of like <laughs> I'm getting hella overwhelmed with my thoughts and I need to take a second. I totally get that. To just kind of like woosah. And it comes from this movie Bad Boys, but I really, I've never even seen the movie Bad Boys. <laughs> I've just, I just say woosah and I don't now know. problems go away. Yeah. I'm drinking. That sounds nice. I just, I don't know, hydration's important, you know, and I just, I gotta drink water, and like, it's an inside joke that I've had with the podcast, like, I've had a bunch of inside jokes, but that, the woo-saw has actually, like, stuck from, like, damn near the beginning, and I've probably been saying it before um, I even did the podcast, and I I just started... Well, now I'm I'm happy to be let in on the secret. I'm, I approve. Um, I think I, I, I never take specific breaks to do things. Like, I will try to drink my water, like, in the middle of the conversation, you know. But, like, I think that's a good practice to have to just, like, take a woosah, to, like, take a break and step away and it's do a, what you got to do. It's just more of, like, I'm getting wild up over popcorn slapping. and I, I But I'm still here, like, to remind myself dude, you're getting worked up over popcorn slap. Take a woo-saw, you know, like you're just, and so 
I just wanted to talk about like I is that like a form of anxiety where I have I to like I think it sounds like anxiety. It's it sounds like you know, anxiety about performing, about getting all your thoughts out, about saying the right thing, not saying the wrong thing. It's like I mean, when I'm with my podcast, I get super, super stressed before every episode. I'm always worried I'm going to say something wrong or not remember to say something. It, it, it does give me anxiety. I feel like I'm working on just not giving a fuck. Kind of like yeah. what you're saying about, ah, oh, who gives a fuck? You can say what you want to say. And like, you know, that attitude. That's easier said than done. Exactly. It, it takes practice to <laughs> reach that. Exactly. I'm obviously going through it right now. And that's why I asked. Um, and it does come with age too I think like the older someone gets the better they are at not giving a fuck hopefully the the more fed up they are dude they just (laughs) yeah also it's like oh fuck this shit like I don't even care anymore yeah like dude this is we probably set a record we're almost 40 minutes in and we haven't talked about shit that's going on like cancel culture and all this shit cause like every single guest that I've had on before you um you talk about like current events we just we brought but i i don't have the agenda to it's just like it, you know it's one of those oh well the fucking how is the weather lovely weather we're having ass question and you know it's like i well you know what i don't really know you maybe you'll be the very first person to like full-on support cancer uh, cancer sorry cancel culture <laughs> and you're just all fucking yeah this person did wrong because every other person i've had on is just oh yeah i don't get it you know like so like to an extent of like okay i understand bill cosby i understand fucking kevin spacey but like there's just some things where we feel hella burnt out and it's like oh, who fucking cares what they did i don't know my deal my deal well if you want to talk about cancel culture i can talk about cancel culture. god damn it uh, but I kind of want to know. But the thing is, we don't have to talk about cancel culture if you don't want to. We can talk about whatever we want. And I need this a is your podcast. I need a woosah. <laughs> I feel like I'm bombing, dude. No, just... who cares? Like, that's the beautiful thing about a podcast. Is, isn't it is funny, that... though, that you're the one who flaked out on me because of anxiety, and here <laughs> I am having anxiety. Like, my question well, is, what was the worst case scenario? What was the worst case scenario coming up on my podcast, you know? What were the dark thoughts yeah. going through your head that made you... Unless it was just other things and you're just like, uh, I'm going through something right now where I don't even want to have a fucking thought, you know? Yeah, I mean, when I get anxious, I, I start doubting myself. Like, I start thinking I'm going to fuck up or do something embarrassing or like... I don't know. Like, when you ask yourself what's the worst case scenario and you start going over the quote-unquote worst-case scenarios, You, it sounds kind of silly, because it's like, okay, worst-case scenario, I say something annoying, he posts it all over Instagram, people make fun of me that I don't know, but, like, Slap. what can it actually do <laughs> <me>? slapping. <laughs> you know, it's like, if, if that's the worst that can actually happen, like, I haven't physically been harmed, like, I might be a little embarrassed, but I'll recover. You know, sometimes going over that worst-case scenario in your head can make you feel a little better, at least for me. Right, right. And, yeah, it's just... I I appreciate you telling me that you're anxious right now. I think that is the whole point of my podcast, is that people don't try to put on a performance. Like, I've had people cry on my podcast... I, like I, we've lost track on my podcast like we've started talking about completely random shit and like 
that's the thing. It doesn't matter. Like, our, our, this conversation that we're having right now, there's no way it's supposed to go. Unless, you know, you had an agenda coming in. I don't think you did. No, man. I really, I just, I'm just appreciative that anyone even, like, gives me their time or just, like, gets on the show, Oh, yeah, you know? I feel that. I feel that. I, I can't believe, like, that people listen to my podcast that aren't my mom. <laughs> Does your mom listen to your podcast? Yeah. She listens to every episode. Mm, so and, um, do you think that adds I, to the anxiety? Yeah, sometimes, like, I'll be talking about, like, sex or something like that, and mm. I'll know my mom is listening, and it's kind of awkward. But, like, the thing is, it's my podcast. I'm not going to censor myself. If she gets uncomfortable with something, she doesn't have to listen. You yeah. know? I don't think... How, how old is your mom? Uh, 63, I think. And, she, like, she's... She's a conservative Christian white lady. Like, you know, she... Um, a lot of the things I say do her, make her uncomfortable sometimes. But she knows that I'm being myself and I'm not... I'm being genuine and I think she's, she's proud of that. So I respect that a lot. Sounds like you have a decent relationship with your mother. Um, it's all right. We, um, you know, there's only so, so much I can talk to her about. I can't really talk to her about like deep issues because we, we just disagree with a lot of things values wise, but, um, she's really fun to be around. She has had an eating disorder as well. And she was also an alcoholic and she struggled with, um, prescription meds addiction a few years ago. So like we have a lot in common. And so it's nice as an adult to talk to her about that stuff. Because as a kid, you know, I never did. Does your, um, and your move, so you moved back with your mom and dad? Well, so I was going to, my plan was to move to Virginia from Seattle and crash with them for a few months until I found my own place. Yeah. But now it looks like I'm getting an apartment with my 25 year old sister. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, that's way better. And did you say that you're, I think I remember you saying something about um, you're going to try looking for a job, either that or you yeah. don't feel ready for a job. Well, the thing is, like, I need to get a job, but um, I don't know if I'll get a job in my field or if I'll try to branch out somewhere new. Um, I might fucking work at Starbucks for a little bit until I figure things out, you know, I'll do what I have to do. Yeah. Um, but right now, there's a lot of unknowns. As long as jail isn't an option, you know, because you could have been one of those people that just like, <laughs> you know, if I go, to, if I, I could just try and rob someone real quick until it doesn't work out, then boom, I get free food and I don't have bills to pay. We'll do podcasts in like prison. That doesn't happen. <laughs> you don't think? You I don't mean, think? Like I, you never. If hear it does about, happen, I think it would be very rare. I mean, I think a lot of people like to say it's happening a lot more it's like you know people talk about welfare queens and stuff and people who are like taking advantage of the system it's like can you try coming at it from like a place of compassion for one second and maybe right. think that like and okay let's say that they were doing it to get into like housing and food how fucked up is our society that that we that's their only option you know they shouldn't have to be in the situation where they'd rather go to jail yeah. then you know that's fucked up i do think that's a fucked up situation which is kind of like why i said it in the first place because it's like i guess sometimes on this podcast i 
if I'm like throwing a fucking tantrum or something, I just kind of think about like, you know, like how we're busy and we were talking about being stressed with life and stuff. I sometimes think, you know, I could just like end it all right here, either like kill myself or just like if I go to jail, dude, I don't have to fucking worry about getting a plumber or something, you know, just like. Well, for me, it's the mental hospital. Like, I, being in the mental hospital, for me, this sounds, like, weird, but it was almost like a vacation. Like, I didn't Mm. have to worry about shit. People fed me. Like, I didn't have to worry about buying food. I didn't have to worry about, like, whether I was going to exercise or whether I was going to purge, because, like, they watch you all the time. You can't do any of that shit. So, like, it was kind of like a break from my inner demons, and to come back to the real world was kind of a buzzkill. Um, and so, like, yeah, I agree. Sometimes you think, I could just end it all. Like, I could just, you know, live in a mental hospital if I wanted to. Um, Do you... Um... I could be a full-time addict. Like, when I was an alcoholic, I was like, you know what? I see why... I see how people get homeless. Because, like, I could just drink myself to death and like not have my job and go homeless and just be drinking on the street mm-hmm. and like i could see myself getting into that situation fall in line at skid row or something yeah it's like it could people think it can't happen to them but like when it happens it happens fucking fast i guess and, you know, you know? I'm, i've never been homeless like thank goodness um but I, I could definitely see myself getting into that situation if yes. I weren't privileged enough to have like the support that I have in my life. I think a lot of things are privileged. I have this sign right behind me on the uh, in my studio here. It says, it's from Alcatraz. And all it says is, you are entitled to food, clothing, shelter, and medical attention. Anything else that you get is a privilege. And, mm. um, you know, my dad gave that to me. And I always like to like, look at that sign as like a form of like humbling myself and not worrying about oh i didn't get this i didn't get that and like when covid started hate i hate fucking being one of those people talking about covid as well but when it started man like one thing that was like going on with me like i thought i had covid i was very sick Mm. i had gotten bronchitis like the month covid first started um and Sometimes I think back, like, they just told me I had bronchitis, but what if it was COVID? Like, I thought I was going to die. And, um... It's scary. And the thing is, like, don't feel bad for just talking about COVID because there hasn't really been much else going on in anyone's life for, like, a year now. You know? Right, right. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God, can we talk about something else other than COVID? But, like, you know, what is there to talk about, really? I get... Yeah, I guess I just tell so many people, like, my thoughts on it. I just... I feel like I sound like a broken record. And that, like, yeah, that's the I, thing. I, totally get that. I, I don't want my guests to feel like a broken record too. That's why I don't want to be so pushy on like, ah, oh, what are you about this and that, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, but also like you can ask whatever questions you want. Right, right. Uh, but you know, that's why I'm here. That um, that sign that I was explaining like when, uh, when I got sick and you know I was what 25 at the time and I was not able to um get any kind of medical help really because of my age um and like my symptoms they were only really like giving out covid tests and like uh keeping people in the hospital if they were like old or legitimately fucking dying so i were at risk yeah and i was looking at that sign that said uh you know one of the things is you're entitled to medical attention and i was like dude 
and also the superstores were empty like there was no toilet paper there was no water and I remember that. At one point, I couldn't get any. I couldn't get ramen. I couldn't get anything. And I was like, oh my God, I can only like eat what I have at home. Restaurants mm-hmm. and shit are closed. I felt like it was the apocalypse, dude. And yeah. so I'd look at that sign and just be like, wow, um, none of this is actually applying anymore. I don't have anything. Like being a prisoner yeah. is better than what I'm going through right now. And I was very mm-hmm. uncertain about the future. And so um, now that I'm over here doing a podcast, and then this is before I started the podcast, now that I'm doing it and talking to people and just almost just dealing with like just mental health and stuff like and and really breaking down anxiety, it just almost feels like things are kind of like back to normal because I don't know, it, like we're still stressed about paying bills and shit, you know, and being we busy. We have normalized this. We have normalized this state of being, living without the essentials, you know, not having all of our freedoms. And we've normalized it, but that, you know, just because something is the new normal doesn't mean that it's normal. Like, this is trauma that we're going through. Like, we as a globe are all going through this trauma right now. And I always tell people, like, we're all going to be in therapy for fucking years after this. Like, <laughs> this is a lot for people to deal with. And, like, yeah, we've normalized it. We're, we survive. That's what we do. You know? But, like, you know, some people haven't survived. You know, there is a lot... Speaking of mental health, people are going through a crisis right now. Addictions are on the rise. Suicides are on the rise. Yeah. And it's harder... You know, people still don't really talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I guess that's kind of why I made the podcast, but I guess it... Hell yeah. Feels like a, a lot of pressure on my shoulders to feel like, oh, I want to be the guy. I don't want to be the face of anything. Yeah. It's just like, you know, before all of this happened, I really do feel like I was kind of a, a selfish person. I didn't really care about the planet. I didn't care about other people. I've never donated to charity and things like that. I was a very uh, yeah. stingy person, I'd say. And uh, I don't know. I guess this just kind of brought me down to earth. They just kind of like... I don't know, maybe maybe it needed to happen, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way to people yeah. who are, like, greatly affected by it, but uh, I, I don't know, for you're me... Not saying, you're not saying that it, like, it's a good thing it happened, you're saying that you got something out of it, like, because this happened, you learned lessons. Yeah. And, and what, what, what are your thoughts on therapy? Oh, I, I love it. Um, I think everyone could stand to go to therapy, even if they don't have, like, a big mental illness. I think talking about your feelings is always a good thing. And what what are the differences of um, like this podcast that I'm doing with you right now compared to therapy? Like, well, because therapists have gone to school. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously like, they're they professionals. About, like, <laughs> yeah, they're, I feel dumb well, now. That, well, I think things like this can be therapeutic. Like yeah. that's why I that's why I do podcasting. I love talking to people. I love learning about new things and like talking about your feelings. It's therapeutic. But with that said, I don't think it takes the place of therapy with someone who's gone to school to study your mind and like can professionally give you feedback. You know what I mean? Yeah. I uh well, how old were you when you first went to therapy? Uh, I think I was 17 when I saw my first one. Um I've been in therapy kind of on and off throughout the years. Mm. Um, and I've had really bad therapists, and I've had I probably had more bad ones than good ones. To be honest, it's hard to find a good one. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and I've also had... like you, it's a privilege 
for sure. Like, not everyone can go to therapy. It's fucking expensive if you don't have insurance. Even if you do have insurance, you have a copay. Yeah. It's fucking, it's bullshit. It's time, you know? Like, obviously, yeah. if you're, like, going through something that's affecting your mm-hmm. mental health, there's a chance that you're a busy person and that's what could be causing your stress. And it's like, some people are like, who has fucking time for therapy? I, I need to get a sitter. I need to do this. You know, there's no fucking... Yeah, it's so hard. And, like, because access to therapy is so limited, and also there's a stigma around therapy. Like, that's why people self-medicate with, like, food or drugs or whatever sex like that's why people use these things in a harmful way because they're it's they don't have a therapist you know that's how they're dealing with it that's how they're self-medicating and so i don't like i have respect for people who are just doing what they can do to survive you know like maybe you are you know drinking it addictively because the other option would be killing yourself and that's kind of controversial to say because, you know, these things in themselves can cause you to be suicidal. It's like a really slippery slope. Slippery slope. You know, I, don't, I, can't, I can't really get, like, an example in my mind, but I know it happens. But for some reason, it always kind of, like, bums me, bums me out even more when I find out someone killed themselves, but they were, like, drunk and when they did it, you know? Yeah. Like, they were drinking, like... It's just... Oh, it's sad. It's, well, yeah. You know, because they weren't 100% there and they made a permanent-ass decision, you know? Yeah, it's it's so tragic. It's so tragic. not to take away from people who do it sober, but it's just... Well, yeah, well, even if, like, the thing is, if you have depression, that it's an illness and you're not in your right mind. Like, it literally changes your neural pathways. Like, it changes your brain. And so, like, you're not in your right mind. Even if, you know, you haven't had any substances, even if you're sober, you're still, like, in a really fucked up headspace if you're at the point where you're committing suicide. Okay, this is going to bring it back to earwigs. Uh, (laughs) Finally. Do you think, like, I was talking with my girl the other day about, um, like, plaque in your teeth. Like, I had went to the dentist, and um, I was just... I don't know if it's TMI. Just talking about fucking. Oh, nothing's just TMI talking for me. about uh, plaque in the teeth, and then I started doing yeah. research. And I don't know if you know, like, if you have, uh, I don't know, like a cavity or something. If you like poor teeth health equates to uh, poor heart health. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, you know, bulimia is super, super bad for your teeth um, because of the the stomach acid. If you purge by vomiting, you know, you are constantly having stomach acid touch your teeth and so your teeth erode over time and uh, like I've gotten so many cavities um I my gums have receded so far that like the doctor suggested I get grafts the last time I was there um so yeah you don't have to worry about being TMI when you talk about plaque because they um when they um, when you go to the dentist and they like check the like your gums or something and I think like a one is like pretty decent but if you're at like a four or five that's kind of bad like what would your number be maybe a three um if four was the worst because like i mean the the last time i went to the dentist was like a year and a half ago and that was the very first time i had ever told them that i was bulimic and then they didn't judge me like i was afraid of instead they were like okay well if you purge 
you know, rinse baking soda with water to get rid of the acid. Like, here's some things you can do. Here's a special toothpaste you can buy. Here are some things we can do if you want to fix your gums. Like, they were really helpful and not at all judgmental. But, like, it's really hard if you're bulimic. Like, the dentist is a really scary place because you know you're fucking your teeth up, but, like, you're still doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, so, how many times you floss a day? Oh, four? <laughs> and they're just, just lying yeah, to make oh, sure man, they don't get on you. I, I have not been flossing very well lately. Uh, but, I yeah, I wanted to talk about that, like, plaque and the and the teeth and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and the heart. Um and then I started, I, I saw my Google search engine a little bit, like, suggested, like, plaque in the brain. And uh, it just, and then I just started getting anxiety. I just started thinking about, do I have plaque in my brain? What the fuck? Are, and you, like, um, are you a hypochondriac? What is that? Someone who is, like, obsessed, like, always thinks there's something wrong with them. Dude, like, like, are you always... Yeah, but it's more of like, yeah, and it's a bad combination of being like uh, afraid of uh, like just going to the doctor and getting tests and stuff. Like, I only. Yeah, well, I, that's a separate kind of anxiety. Like, that's having an anxiety of doctors and anxiety of like that there's something wrong with you. Like, that's legit. Yeah, I guess that's pretty fucked up. I never said that out loud. I never thought of that. <laughs> but yeah, you felt there was plaque in your brain. Well, I guess it wasn't that bad, but it's just like I get the idea and then I'll just be like, you know, I have to fight my hypothesmexia and tell myself, I shut the fuck up. You're fine. You know, like uh, I'm the kind of guy like I don't want to go to the doctors unless I'm fucking crying in pain or something. Um, And it's just it's also such a fucking hassle. And it's, it's such like, a hassle and it's expensive. You know what? That's you know what's really fucked up. When I was at my worst with my bulimia, um, I was suicidal and my chest hurt and like I was at risk of cardiac arrest and so I went to the ER because my therapist told me to and they did all these tests and everything came back normal so they wouldn't let me get admitted they like sent me away and guess what I got a $1,400 bill the next day from them oh my God. from those tests they did and they didn't even help me it's so yeah, fucking dude, bullshit when I, that uh, experience that experience made me not want to go to the doctor again yeah I, I oh yeah that fucking sucks like that's way worse than what happened with me like I I, I like like I said I thought I had COVID turns out it was just bronchitis like I was coughing so much and just like throwing up because like I just couldn't stop coughing and then I thought like then I started thinking is my water fucking poison and then I, uh, your mind goes down a dark road sometimes with that stuff yeah and so I, then I thought I was having a heart attack I felt very sleepy and I from what I hear like yeah you never want to go to sleep when you're fucking I don't know injured or something because you could just not wake up so. oh there were so many times when I was bulimic like that I thought I was going to die in my sleep like I even made some audio journals one night I was like I feel like I'm going to die if I fall asleep like yeah. it's fucking scary. Yeah, then that yeah, it just turns out I had fucking bronchitis and like that when they when the doctors told me that I had it, it just makes me it made me feel like oh, like they didn't even give me medicine or anything. They're like, "Yeah, you can pick it up the next morning. You're you're all right." And then it just it almost like calmed me down like, "Oh, well, all these people in scrubs yeah. say I'm fine." uh let me just wait till i'm not caught let me just i guess i just need a fucking rest i guess i can finally go to sleep 
And um, well, because you knew what it was, you put a name to it. You knew what it was, and like I think that's why knowledge is so powerful when you do have anxiety. Just like fact checking, like telling yourself, okay, the doctor said I had bronchitis. So I know I don't have, you know, I haven't drunk poison water. I don't have black in my brain. <laughs> this is bronchitis. I will be fine. Um, and that's why it's important to trust, you know, so, not all the time, obviously, but like most of the professionals can be trusted. Um, and so, you know, that's why I still go to the doctor, I guess, even though I don't want to. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make myself crazy if I don't go. Do you think like, like, uh, things that go on in the brain, like depression, things like that, do you think it's just something that we know so little about, which is why it's such a big problem, and it's kind of like why so many people make mental health podcasts and things like that? Well, we, yeah, there is a lot we don't know about it. Um, and the professionals, you know, they, they've studied the brain a lot. Like, they, they know what goes on in the brain, but we don't really research it at least the people i've known in my life like they don't really talk about mental health i mean we've gotten better recently and like with podcasts and everything like you said i think it's great that people are talking about it more and learning about it more but um yeah it's hard because people don't talk about it and so there's not a lot of like knowledge there like when i was a teenager I went on Tumblr a lot and like people would talk about like cutting and stuff and like depression and wanting to die. But no one talks about why, like no one talks about, you know, why is your brain the way it is? Like, why is this stuff happening? Why are you having this thoughts? Like, what are some things you can maybe do for your brain to start feeling better? Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, we're around the same age. That's a fucking throwback with Tumblr. Oh my god, yeah. You know, I still have my Tumblr account, and every now and then I go on it just for, like, the nostalgia. Ah, uh, dude, I do that with MySpace, but then MySpace looks completely fucking different. But... I never had MySpace. Oh, what? I was never, I was never cool enough. I had, I had a live journal. <laughs> Is that I had a Zanga. Do you know what Zanga was? Yeah, that's that, that's that game where you pull the block. It was and a you blog. Don't... It was a blog website. Oh, like blogspot.com, Zanga, FreeWebs. I'm thinking of like, the only one that I could think of that's like around there is like Photo Bucket. <laughs> Remember photo that? Bucket! Oh, I never had oh a Photo God. Bucket. I, I thought it was only like a girl thing. I'm trying to think like, I don't no. think. No! That wasn't really, I don't even know how it worked. Can you have friends on Photo Bucket? Is that? I don't fucking know. I don't think so. It wasn't <laughs> social media. It oh. wasn't social media. It was just like a place. What was the other website that was like Photo Bucket, but it was like, temporary storage of your files like if you wanted Lime to wire. show someone oh limewire was for downloading oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. man limewire prehistoric days dude yeah uh, for real i feel like a dinosaur sometimes do you do you like, think like i'm not on tiktok i tried to go on tiktok and it's just overwhelming to me it's too like it's overstimulation it's yeah it's weird and do you think like what if we're just older or maybe we have too much plaque in our brains we can't enjoy it as much as the, the kids are i mean i don't think that like there are older people on tiktok that i love it and are maybe good they have plaque just... in their brain i don't like i guess i look at the the grown-ups that are on on tiktok and think i they have plaque in their brain i, I mean just because someone wants to like use a younger social media <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, like, you know, my mom is super into Your TikTok. Your mom's hip, dude. She knows how to work a podcast app. My mom is 55. She's been 
and doesn't my know mom how has to do been shit. On my podcast. My mom's oh, been really? on my podcast. Yeah, um, one of the first episodes. I'm I trying think to she, do that. I was in rehab, and she came to pick me up after rehab, and like we did a podcast episode together. Would, would you do podcasts in rehab and in in? No. Uh, mm. Would you? I didn't have my phone. Have you ever asked a therapist to be on your podcast? Like you're, you're in no, therapy. No, but I came close. I've wanted to. Well, what? There's been some therapists. I, obviously, I would wait until I wasn't seeing them anymore to interview them. But like, there's been a few therapists that are like, "You're fucking cool." Like, I really wish you, I want you to be on my podcast. But like, obviously, that violates a bunch of HIPAA laws. Probably. <laughs> you think so? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if That's it's all consensual, question. I get. I don't know. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've never. I've never been a therapist. I have had a therapist. Like I've had therapists on my podcast that like you, weren't my therapist. They just like listened or something. Yeah. That's cool. Uh. God damn it! What was you I gonna say? Like you need a nap. No, well, I need. I need. Talking about anxiety. I need a woo saw. Hold on. Third uh, no. time's a charm. I had a question about like plaque in the brain again. It just like there's something I about like TikTok. Should, I feel like we should move away from plaque in the brain. You think it's a scary topic, or you think we just don't know <laughs> enough think about it? I don't know anything about it, and I don't want to spread false information. But I, like, I don't want to accidentally say something about it that's not true, and like give oh, someone I mean, false information. I'm sure everyone knows that you're not uh, uh, from NASA or anything. It's just well, people believe what they hear on the internet from people who are totally unqualified. Yeah, I guess like, I wouldn't want somebody to die in your hands because they listen to this, and I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying, like, I don't really know about plaque in the brain. It sounds kind of silly, but I have not researched. I it. just found out about it yesterday. I don't know, so that maybe that's why I'm so excited about it. I'm kind of intrigued. It's just like you started talking a little bit about the body and like the studies on brains and stuff. And oh yeah, uh, well, and that, that's the thing. There are physiological reasons that you, people are mentally ill. Like you know, you hear in the olden days of someone like falling off a tall building and that, or like getting shot in the head with an arrow or something, and like then he's mentally ill. Like that kind of stuff can happen. Like brain damage can happen. Oh yeah, I. I guess that's where you were going with the plaque. I guess a little bit too. Like I, I say it a couple times on the podcast. I sometimes think, what if I have brain damage? Like, what if? The, oh, I think that all the time. Like, have you ever? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of. I mean, drugs. Drugs change your brain. Yeah. I, yeah. People can give themselves brain damage from drugs. I feel like I've given myself some brain damage from drugs. Also, eating disorders mess with your brain. Because when you're so deprived of food, your body starts consuming itself, and, like, the brain is the first to go. It's, yeah. like, this stuff we do when we're young, I think I don't think we really think about the consequences. Either we don't think about it, or, like, we just don't care. Like, for me, so I know that I'm killing myself slowly with some of these things, but, like, I don't really think about the future that far ahead. Like, I don't really care. You know what I mean? As you get older, do you feel like you care a little bit more? Totally. I, I mean, you know, I've been suicidal. Like, I mean, I guess the whole point of your show is to talk about this kind of thing. Like, I've yeah. been suicidal but a I, lot. I like your podcast. Like, yeah. Oh, you just said it. You just said it. You know, <laughs> like it all kind of links to suicide in a in a sense. Like, just, yeah, just everything. It's, and you know, getting older has not made me happier. You know, 
getting older, I'm still miserable. Like, I, I still, if, if anything, I feel like I get more depressed the older I get, and I realize that, like, no one in life knows what they're doing, and, like, nothing really matters. That's fucking depressing. And um, what was your question? You asked me, like, if it got better um, getting older. Like, like caring about your future oh, my body yeah, yeah or my future well yeah the more i think the more that i'm in therapy and the more i learn to practice like self-compassion i think the more i do let myself get excited for the future and like think okay i am gonna be alive for this long i need to fucking take care of my body i can't eat you know diet ice cream all day and nothing else or pickles all day and nothing else because guess what <laughs> your body's not gonna like that and it can decrease your life expectancy. And I think, yeah, the older I get, the more it hits me. Like, I'm going to fucking die someday. Yeah. And also, like, I might die sooner rather than later if I mm-hmm. keep up the way I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a problem that I have is I'm so concerned with making it um, to an older age and healthy. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel a little bit of the opposite. That's I, a- I feel excited. That's a good thing to be concerned about. I, I feel I mean, excited to be forty. Like one of my goals that I yes. talk about is I want to be a hundred years old and able to do ten push-ups in a row still. And it's just that's just but like yeah. one of my goals in life. But I guess I I think a problem with that is that I'm more concerned with that than I am with the time in between and feeling it, yes. and I feel lost of with like what am I going to do in the meantime while I... Well, you know, in therapy, they call that future tripping. When you're, like, so worried about the future, you're so worried about getting there, or, like, you're worried about what you'll do when you're there, you don't... It's harder to focus on the present. Yeah. At least, like, that... For me, that happens a lot. Yeah. And I, I feel... I guess that's why I did the podcast because I just like it's something to look forward to and I want to be disciplined and keep going with it and it just as long as I'm able to talk and have a conversation or even I don't know edit and put shit together like what's stopping me from getting on and just trying to not even perform or just talk to myself or practice my speech or anything at- but you're preserving the moment in time like pod- each podcast episode is like a historical document like we're gonna yep. keep them and like yep. we'll be able to look back on them and listen and be like this is how what we were feeling back then this is what we were talking about i think it's fucking cool you ever see the the movie cloverfield or like shit like blair yeah, witch project i love found footage movies yes yeah and i oh man yeah Sometimes oh, I man, think was... of my life as like, oh, I if if my life were to be a found footage movie or like if they were to use a podcast or something, I would want it to be I guess the number one thing I would want it to be is fucking hilarious. Like I would just Hold want on. Go I'm for it. looking up this movie that I just saw. I have a recommendation for All right. listeners. Alright. If you want to see a really good horror movie that incorporates the found footage aspect. Oh fuck yeah. Um it's called I See You. I See You. And I'm already I think scared. It's on, it's, on, it's on Amazon Prime. So there, the movie is kind of in two different parts. 2019? And the first part, the first part is kind of like your typical horror movie. Like, I'm not going to give anything away, but like, it, there's a family, they live in a house, weird stuff is going on. You think you know what's happening. But then the second part of the movie, you see it from a different perspective, and there's a video camera involved, and that's all I'm going to say. But like, it's really good. I'm scared. Oh, it was made in Canada. I'm scared. 
I'm looking. Yeah, I, like I see, I see the preview, and there's some kind of doll, like a like a monkey looking kind of doll. Yeah, just go into it without reading too much into it. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm oh, oh. I'm kind of salty. Roger Ebert only gives it one and a half stars, but oh, I really like it. Oh, the critics. He probably thinks popcorn slaps. Dude. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I got to watch that. I got rid of my Amazon Prime, though. Do I have Amazon Prime? Do I got to fucking see if I got Amazon Prime? I keep getting rid of it, and then they keep luring me back in. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Prime Video. I don't know how to work this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just want to search it real quick. To I'm going to watch yeah, it. I'm going to watch you it. Should. Everyone always fucking, you know, uh, re- recommend shit. And you think they're not going to get at it. Uh, and then you forget about it. I have a whole list of things people have recommended I, to me on my phone. I got a question. Uh, I see two different things. The one with the monkey. And then I see another ICU. Um, that it came a- out in 2019. These both came out in 2019, but this picture is like a girl who looks like she's in a fucking washing machine. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll just click uh, on the one. Let me see if I could just watch it now. Let, let me click. Yeah. What if you did the rest of the podcast was just like you watching just wa- it? Oh, dude. <laughs> like I'm a, skipping a commentary? Dude, I'm fucking balling. I have Amazon Prime and I don't even know it, dude. That's what I'm fucking talking about. I could watch. I'm, ho- I'm keeping this tab open. I'm so happy. I could help you make this revelation. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like I've bl- I've blessed you. I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna watch it with my girl when she gets home. Do it. I have shit to do yes. too. But like I uh, like a little bit about me. I've got to go to my old apartment to fill up the fucking holes that we made in the apartment when we would like hang shit up. And uh, oh, fuck. that you know that like I wouldn't say it gives me anxiety, but it just makes me feel like. God damn, I got I got fucking shit to do, <laughs> you know, like, and because yeah. we turn we turn in the keys tomorrow, so we want to get that deposit back. Um, yeah, that's stressful. That shit's stressful. Um, yeah, if you need to go handle that, then by all means, I don't want to keep you. Oh no, it's. I mean, we could keep doing the podcast a little bit. I mean, I guess it would be good to end it on this note because my podcasts are usually like an hour, but I don't want to sound like, oh, I'm not having a good time. I could stay on and we oh, could no. talk even more. Well, Oh, oh, one more thing. One thing that I do on this podcast is that I'll be like 20 minutes in and I'll just be fucking fed up. Most of them are when I'm by myself and I'll be fed up with myself and be like, you're not fucking funny. This is a shitty podcast. I think I'm just going to end it early. I don't feel well. And then an hour later, I'll still be doing it. <laughs> and that, like, yeah. That's just something I fucking do. That's one of the oh, inside yeah. jokes of the show. Is like, well, it's because it's you have. It sounds like you're kind of anxious about it. Um, I mean, I brought it up. I guess that's what I have to. I have a buddy who hit me up. He um, he's a firefighter, so he could die any day. So I always put him as a priority as a friend. And he asked me, <laughs> you know, if I'm if Sorry. I'm if that's funny. I think it's funny, but it's true, right? It. It's true, right? It's like uh, yeah. I owe every day before he goes to work, I tell him to be careful, you know, because I'd feel guilty if something were to happen to him and I didn't tell him to be yeah. careful. Um, but yeah, he hit me up. He wants to play video games and I haven't responded back because I've got two podcasts that, but like I'm enjoying the podcast That's why I'm fucking doing it. But I have to, but also with him, I have to fill the holes in the wall before I play games with him. Responsibilities. I'm 20 fucking six. And then, uh, um, so basically, you have to go fill the holes in the wall 
so you can play video games with your friend who may die at any second. And then, yeah, and then I have to play the video games like in a in a timely manner so I can watch this movie with my girl before it's like three a.m. You know what I mean? You're that sounds stressful. I'm getting stressed out listening to all this. That's my life. That's like... my day. That's what I have to do today. I feel like yeah, you need a woosa. You gotta like. I've taken step three. Back. I've taken another. Take some, take some time to breathe. But you understand yeah. how... Let me woosah, you're right. You understand how all of this can be avoided if I just killed myself? Or, 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 yeah. or I don't do the podcast. I, I pull at you and say, I'm not feeling it. And I don't do the holes and just hope for the best that I get my deposit. And I don't watch this movie. And I fucking just take a nap. And we do it all over again, baby. Well, it's the thing just, is... When you're depressed, you can't... Like, there's a difference between taking time for yourself and, like, drawing boundaries, and there's a difference between that and, like, being so depressed that you, like, don't do your responsibilities and you fuck up your life. You know? Because that could happen. You could just be like, I can't do this, I'm depressed, and then not pay the bills and cancel all your appointments and your life would kind of go to shambles pretty fast. That's when you need, like, you need help. Yeah, I... I think about that a lot, but I guess I don't really do it, but I... You know what? Wait, speaking of suicide, someone told me something the other day about suicide that really kind of blew my mind. Uh Um, So basically, they were like, the reason the people kill themselves is because they want relief. Like, they want relief from whatever they're going through, maybe their external circumstances, maybe their own head. They just want relief, right? But when you kill yourself, you don't get to feel the relief that comes after you kill yourself. Because right. you're dead. Well, maybe you sometimes... You don't get to feel the relief, which is the thing that you're trying to get. So, like, that kind of blew my mind. I don't know. Well, I hear it, but it hears me being a dick kind of like... Or, like, devil's advocate, I guess. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely understand that, and it makes sense. But I guess it's like, what if some people's pains are just so bad they'd rather die, and maybe they're not, like, religious or anything? Like, for me, I'm not really a religious person, and I don't really yeah. have that much like sureness in what happens after we die and stuff like that which is why you know i mean i kind of slightly i like to i like to humor certain things like reincarnation or uh, even a heaven or hell but at the end of the day i'm not a hundred percent sure um, oh no one no one can be a hundred percent sure yeah exactly and so, you know like i think it's you know you should listen to other perspectives um yeah i could talk about that for a long time too but like yeah we don't know what happens and like if nothing happens then like that's it you're done you don't get to have a second chance i guess sometimes people mentally just they 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 feel like they can't handle whatever it is or even pain like you know um yeah, you ever see oh, it in totally. a movie like someone is just like inches away from death because they just got their fucking legs blown off and they're just like just get me you know like maybe sometimes oh, yeah, I feel people like, that all the time. <laughs> like mentally though right yeah oh 100 percent. but then you know when i'm in my right mind i'm like oh my god i'm glad i didn't kill myself because then like i i my, i know i'll feel pain again like that's the thing i know i'm gonna feel pain again but i can also good things can also happen in bt too mm-hmm. you know there's a chance for that in the future and like if i was dead i wouldn't have those chances i guess that's the whole point of my podcast because yeah you know i've thought about killing myself multiple times uh and, and I it's still... important to t- 
talk about it, you know? Sorry, yeah. I just interrupted you while you were trying to talk about it. That's all right, it's good, it's good. It's just, I guess I was just saving it because maybe I talk about it on my show. But uh, it's, it's like, fuck it, dude. Like, I mean, like I said earlier, if you want me to just send you this audio clip and you can post it on your show too. Or if you would like to talk to me again, have me on your show. I'm, I'm more yeah, that's the thing. If you, if you want to come on my show and talk about suicide, talk about whatever, I'm all for it. If anyone listening wants to talk about their mental health experience, maybe they feel like they couldn't in the past, like that's what my podcast is here for. I just want to hear people's honest thoughts and like we talk about the things we don't want to talk about in real life. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, anytime. I, I don't know. It almost just kind of just seems like it, it's maybe I'm so used to talking about it or something. It just doesn't really make me feel like it's a topic that people don't like to talk about because I'm so in the world. If that yeah, makes sense. we surround ourselves with people that do talk about it, and like I kind of forget sometimes that people aren't used to talking casually about like how they want to kill themselves. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like, but. I guess I do, like all the guests that I have on sometimes it's just I we don't even talk like the last guy we had on we somewhat touched up on like mental health and things like that and um, um, you know but we, we were mainly talking about things like comedy music yeah. and other podcasts and I was telling him that too at the end like that's kind of the point you know sometimes people just need a distraction from talking about mental yeah. health. And, uh, and I think you have to learn to laugh at yourself. Like, my podcast, we talk about serious things, but also there's humor. Like, you have to laugh at yourself. Um, and, like, yeah, norm- anything that kind of helps you feel normal when you're mentally ill, like, is something that, like, worth, is worth consuming. Yeah. You know, like a podcast, for instance. It, it makes me feel so good hearing people just talk about how shitty they feel, but, like, laughing <laughs> about it. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, just like thinking it's fucking earwigs that or are like, messing with us. <laughs> yeah, Me- like mental health memes are my favorite thing. Uh, I post them on my Instagram, uh, Pickles and Vodka podcast. Um, I have a huge folder on my phone when people send me a funny mental health meme, I'll like save it. Really? Um, I don't think I've seen it yet. Oh my god. I think I'm I looking at your other account. So many good meme accounts. I'll send them, send them, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really important to not like dismiss your mental illness but like laugh about it like because humans are so weird brains are so weird you know mental illness is crazy do you believe in aliens no what about ghosts what do you believe in more ghosts or aliens Mm, i think aliens could be a possibility okay i think i don't it's like i said earlier like we can't know like we can't know what happens after we die we can't know if there's aliens you know like you never I, think? No, I'm not an expert. I'm sure there's people who've like studied it and stuff. Um, I just know that the galaxy's fucking huge, and we're never gonna know like everything. We're just a tiny dot. Like, you know, our, what do we know? Yeah, I I feel like that sometimes too. But then sometimes I feel like no, there we gotta be special. There's gotta be something going on here. Like it, we're it's not special. We're not special. It's too perfect, like, though. I've been watching a lot of documentaries <laughs> about like Earth and shit, and it's like, dude, if the sun was just a couple of fucking miles closer to oh us. Oh my god, yeah, that know, stuff creeps like scares me. It's, it's it's crazy, like how over like we've evolved to be this advanced. Like it really blows my mind sometimes. That's why. Like I have how this theory. I'm gonna be kind of like. Hopefully, you've, you've thought of this before, but it's like, we're animals, but 
I feel like yeah. the reason why we're kind of like advanced animals or, some, or something is because we're either like a product of an alien or we're like a piece of an alien. And like, that's that why we are definitely, the way we are. That is definitely something that you need to talk about on like an alien podcast. An alien <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Dude, I, I'm sure there's a whole community of, like, alien conspiracy podcasts. I'll branch out. I'll start sending in my resume. Yeah, I feel like you have a lot to say on the matter. Uh, I, I I do, but I don't know. Like, like my girl is, like, super scared of aliens, you know? Like, she never yeah. slept on her back because she never wanted to get abducted because apparently you, and, you know, you wake up, it's 333, that means aliens took you if you got a nosebleed it means an alien took you and just brought you back on some lion the witch in the wardrobe shit um and time oh didn't it, time didn't move i don't know but uh i don't know about that i i don't know man i'm not afraid of aliens and even if an alien were to kill me or something like this is my reasoning wouldn't that be fucking unique like wouldn't that be <laughs> you know if i were to just even, even if it doesn't come out true to the media, it would just come out like, oh, this guy killed himself. But really, I was abducted by aliens and they just That's, dropped my that body. That would be such a good movie. Someone who like was abducted by aliens, but it looked like he killed himself. God damn. God damn. I think you have a blockbuster on your hands. Yeah. Well, too bad they're out of business. But I know. I saw that documentary. This is a documentary about Blockbuster on Netflix right now. It's pretty interesting. I was yeah. I was driving on the freeway yesterday, and I like, and I I saw a sign that said Blockbuster, like a big advertisement yeah. on the thing. I'm like, the fu- how long has that been there? <laughs> I haven't noticed it. But uh, my my we went to Family Video. That's like a, a chain in the Midwest. It's mm-hmm. like a video rental store. That was it's so nostalgic to think about. Yeah, it's like a library, but for DVDs. Remember when you like Netflix was just like DVDs you got in the mail. They still do and that. Then they still stream, do. Yeah, that. well, yeah, you have to pick now. I think you have to pay extra, or like you can get the mail service, but not the streaming service, or I don't know. Oh, what the fuck? Who has DVD players, dude? Like <laughs> my computer doesn't even have a DVD. I don't. Yeah, I couldn't play a DVD if I wanted to. Dude, my car doesn't even have a CD player. <laughs> collected like blu-rays and i was like dude why like (laughs) i can stream all of these yeah anytime i want to and like every time you move you gotta bring your dvds although i i don't know i feel that way about books like i have a shit ton of books and i know i could have them all in a kindle or whatever but like the books have like they have a sentimental value Really? Why? I guess like some a physical? Feel... Like how they yeah. feel or something? I started yeah, I just, reading a couple of months ago, uh, but I got I got intimidated. It was like a four hundred page book, but then you know I was like, if I like it and I get into it, I'm gonna finish it. Then I got into it, yeah. and then uh, fifty pages later, it's been about a month, and I haven't opened it. Up. You know what? I used to think that if I started a book, I had to finish it. Even if I stopped enjoying it, I was like, well, now I have to finish it. Yeah. And only only recently did I start allowing myself to just give up on books if I didn't like it within the first, like, 50 pages or so. And it's so, like, revolutionary to realize, oh, my God, I don't have to spend time reading this if I don't like it. Like, I'm an adult. I can make my own decisions. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like-, like, <laughs> like when you realize I'm an adult, I can go to the grocery store and just, like, eat pizza and ice cream if i wanted to every day yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> I still feel like I'm going through that phase. Have you ever seen the movie, uh, like the Jimmy Neutron movie, when all the parents get no. abducted by aliens? Yeah, so everyone's parents gets abducted by aliens. Here I go with aliens again. And, like, all the kids in the town are just so fucking, no, parents, look at me, I'm peeing in the shower and all of this shit. And uh, I feel like that's how I'm living Oh, right like now. they're getting away with everything. Yeah, they're, they're eating candy. Yeah, they're eating candy. Oh, yeah, that's basically what being an adult is, it, basically. Yeah. That's all there is. And it's just, a, it's just <laughs> your body giving up on you. And then you're like, oh, I guess I got to deal with diabetes now. It's and funny, shit. like, when you're a kid, like, peeing in the shower is, like, the most rebellious thing you can think of. Well, th- no, that was in the movie. That, that was in yeah, the movie. Yeah, I know. I'm oh, just oh. saying, like, it's funny because when you're a kid... You're like, oh my god, I can do whatever I want. I'm gonna pee in the shower. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, if I could do whatever I wanted now, fuck. Maybe I would like, I wouldn't pee on in a shower. I would like do something to a building, like go somewhere in a building or something. Like somewhere do, like do whatever you want and not get arrested for it. Exactly. Oh man, what would I? I do a lot of fraud. I do a lot of I do a lot of scamming. I'd get rich as fast as I can. I probably I mean yeah. No. I would probably just like steal a bunch of shit, like nice clothes and stuff, or like I don't know. Or it's like they could just give you a badge or something. But Dude, because, wait, yeah. If you're allowed to do whatever you want in this scenario, are you also allowed to like eat whatever you want with no repercussions? Because if that were the case, I would fucking eat all the things i'm afraid to eat now are you a foodie like do you like food yeah i fucking love food that's the thing people think because i have an eating disorder and i don't like like food stresses me out they think i don't like food i fucking love food that's the problem like Mm. i have no self-control around food which is why like i'm super scared of it like there's some foods like i'm in recovery now so like in the last few months i've had all these foods that used to scare me like Mm -hmm. pizza pop tarts I don't know. I don't want to mention, like, specific foods. Like, that could be triggering to some people. But, like, um, yeah. Yeah, At the hospital, like, we weren't allowed to mention, we weren't allowed to mention, like, numbers or weights or anything like that. Um, Even on my podcast, like, if I talk about it, I make sure to do, like, a content warning just in case. Oh, well, I'm giving, um, you can talk about all the food you want here, dude. (laughs) I want to hear it, because. I fucking love food. Um, and that in recovery, it's been really nice to like start eating some of the foods that I really love that I have been afraid to what, eat. But what I'm would saying, you eat in recovery? Um, I mean, well, they have these, they have exposure therapy there, which is where like you have to pick a food that scares you, like let's say Pop Tarts, because that used to be my, my big one. Mm-hmm. And like you would eat it with, you know, in the group setting and with the dietitians there. And then you would like write about how you felt. And like it was all because in the real world, if I eat a Pop-Tart, like, there's no one to stop me from, like, purging it after, you know? Yeah. But, like, in, in treatment, you had to sit with it, and you had to, like, process it. Okay, and, so, you know, would you, like, when you would uh, purge or whatever, would you just, like, eat a whole box of Pop-Tarts and then get Yeah, well, that's the thing, like, when you're, for me, if I had one Pop-Tart, I would be like, okay, I had a Pop-Tart, I'm obviously gonna gain weight, I might as well just, like, eat all, the whole box if I'm gonna have a Pop-Tart, because I'm throwing up anyway, I might as well just make it worth it. And so I would, and the, the longer that you do that, the more your stomach expands, and so it takes more and more food to feel full. Mm. So, like, towards, towards the end, I was eating, 
like enough I was like in one sitting I would eat like enough to feed a small family I would like have to go to the grocery store like multiple times a day and the thing is like I couldn't talk about it to anyone and like I'm a pretty small person like I've never been overweight or anything like that and so people would look at me and they would have no idea at like the amount that I was eating and it was really um like embarrassing to talk about mm-hmm. um I mean this went this went serious super fast I know we were kind of trying to wrap it up on like a lighter note but like um but yeah I'll, I'm willing to talk about it because you know it happens a lot like a lot yeah. of people I've just I guess I'm I'm very I wouldn't say unaware like I know it happens I guess but I guess I just you know it's not really a part of my life even though I do yeah. a mental health podcast, comedy podcast, whatever, um, you know, thanks for coming on my show. It's very important. I think these things are very important. And just like whoever's listening to this, like, uh, you know, she's uh, the biggest thing. I think the biggest. if I want to leave you guys with anything, it's like I'm not trying to educate you on eating disorders. But like if you don't know about it, it like just ask the person who's going through it to educate you because like we don't mind mm. like it's okay not to know a lot about it. Like, it's not your fucking fault. How old you know? were you when you when you uh, started doing what you're doing or, or like, was diagnosed um, or whatever? I was 15 the first time. So, I, it's been happening for, oh my god, I can't do math, 13 years now. Yeah. 13 years now. So, um, yeah, and people don't really if you don't have someone if you don't know someone with an eating disorder or like if you don't have one yourself it can be really hard to understand like why people do that like it makes zero sense i and <laughs> i i, I want to give you just like my my take on it i guess yeah like i yeah i i, I mean i i think it's good that i can't relate in a sense to maybe like I don't know also just expose people to people who don't know or at least like have my mindset on it because it's like i never I, I i don't know if it sounds sexist or anything but i feel like bulimia is, is a female issue and just like off well, of my raw knowledge you know what you were saying there are men who have bulimia um i there, I, there were three of them with me at the hospital just okay. now um and they were like my age too or even younger um, you know, there were all sorts of people there, male and female, and it, it's definitely, like, a myth that it only affects women, but, like, it does primarily, like, women are more likely to be, just because of the way our society is, and guess, the emphasis yeah. we place on guess, women to, like, I, I could talk about this forever, sorry, I'm gonna yeah. go off on a tangent. No, that's <laughs> good. I guess, like, just, like, with my, and I guess the reason why I'll probably make you go on a, on a tangent is because I'm so uneducated on it, like, just my raw, like, basic understanding of it is like i feel like some girls become bulimic because yeah. like when they're at a young age they feel like they gotta be you know uh like skinny or whatever like how they see other actresses and shit on tv and i know there's like stuff about that i don't, I, I feel like there's actresses that talk about it but i can't think of them yeah off the top i mean that's definitely head. that's definitely the way a lot of people's eating disorders yeah. get started and i guess just like um, as a as a man uh you know that that i guess that wasn't really present as much in my life so i sometimes feel like yeah. I, I i wouldn't i don't know what to say if it's like the opposite of it or not but it's like growing up i was smaller so like i always just like wanted to eat to like get bigger like i i would never oh, want yeah. to be well you know that's a type of eating disorder too um 
you know, there's a lot of athletes that have them, like, they have fucked up relationships with food, they're trying to get bigger, or, like, orthorexia is when you can only eat, like, clean things, like, certain things. Mm. There's, like, so many different kinds of eating disorders, and people don't really know about them. So, like, all, all I would say is, like, it's okay to not know about it, but also, like, if you know someone that does know about it, like, let them tell you about it. If that makes sense. Right. Have you ever had like a special diet or anything? Have you ever gone vegetarian, vegan? Oh, yeah. I was vegan um, up until when I went to the hospital. Um, And then they they told me, you know, I had to have dairy while I was there. And so, like, since I got out, I've been eating like vegetarian. I've been letting myself have like dairy and stuff again. Uh, When Um, when was the last time you had any meat? Um, actually, probably about like six months ago, or maybe five months ago, I was binging and I had something with meat in it, and I was like, it was, in a way, it was kind of like punishing myself, like. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I would like when I would binge and purge, kind of all the rules went out the window. Okay, I'm sorry for keeping you very, for a little longer than expected. Maybe. Oh no, it's fine. I don't have any plans I, today. I, this I is have- it. One other question about like um like sugar and addiction. Like you, you're talking about like oh yeah, if I eat the pop tarts, I, I just got to eat the whole like uh the whole yeah. box, and then uh, you know might as well make the purge worth it. Do you think like um you think it like okay? So when I think of like people who are obese and stuff, I've I've had conversations like this with my friend. Um, uh, what if? Okay, you love Pop-Tarts so much that you'll be able to eat the whole box. Me, I've never had those feelings towards it. So it's like you think Pop-Tarts just like your um, – your... It's different for everybody. And like the thing is like I was so deprived of sugar. I didn't have, let myself have any sugar, any fat, anything like that that like my body started craving it. But, like if you – and everyone's different. You know, yeah. like you don't crave Pop-Tarts like um, – I don't know. Everyone's different, and, like, when you deprive yourself, then your body starts really, like, craving those things, and it gets harder to control, like, when you do have those things. Do you feel like you have an addictive personality when it comes to just, like, other things besides food as well? Well, yeah, you said you're an alcoholic and things. We didn't really talk talk about this on this episode, but, like, um, addiction is something I've always struggled with. Like, even though I'm sober from alcohol for, like, almost two years now, I still do other drugs, um, and I do use it in a, like, a coping way sometimes when I shouldn't. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I think it's important to talk about harm reduction, too. Like, there are people who use drugs, and, like, it's you can't just tell them to quit, you know. That's not that easy. But you can teach them how to, like, be safer about it if they're going to do it. And I'm really passionate about that. Right. I'm just... I don't know. I'm kind of like, whoa, okay, after talking to me for about an hour 40, uh, I know you're not a therapist or anything, but you seem pretty <laughs> experienced in mental health and uh, i trust your education slightly enough you know or i respect it i respect it to just like be curious and care about what do you think about me like do you think like what do you think is like the the like what do i have (laughs) anxiety diagnose you well okay i can't diagnose you but talking to you for the last almost two hours um i think you're pretty high strung and you need to like relax a little bit <laughs> like i'm, I think like I'm stressed to, out yeah i think um you i don't know 
you just need to like perhaps some self-compassion like on the days where you're feeling like you're not getting enough done just like um I don't know, just take a breather sometimes. People meditate. I, I don't really like meditating, but there are a lot of different ways to do it. Like, I know that can help people. Um, I don't know, maybe see a therapist if you can. Yeah. Also, uh, I, ha- I hate it when people go on podcasts and they're just like, see a therapist and all your problems will be solved. Yeah, that shit pisses me off. When, like, I, I hate it. Because not everyone can fucking go to a therapist. It's not yeah. that fucking easy. I've just, I don't know, I saw something that kind of pissed me off, like everyone, we're talking about like, um, girls sell eyelashes and guys start podcasts, and like with the guys starting podcasting, they're like, guys don't need podcasts, they need a therapist, and it's like, well, I can't have fun, you know, I can't just fucking talk. Oh my god, yeah, you know? like, okay, so, so sue me, are you gonna really be mad if I have a podcast and I'm using it therapeutically, like, why yeah. would you be mad about that? Like, Don't maybe- listen to it. <laughs> oh my god that drives me crazy they're like, they're like, like what do you want cares? me to do I don't you like don't need to listen yeah. to it. I don't like if, when people get mad at me for doing or, or mad at other people just for doing what they're doing it's like why does it bother you so much well like just fucking yeah, I don't I'm just know. out here living my truth man yeah <laughs> or it, like why does it concern you I, I, I don't fucking I don't know I don't know and I just think about yeah. like I, I don't fucking know. I guess I need to. You know, calm there's down. a lot of people. There's a lot of people in the world, and a lot of them aren't going to agree with you, and um, they don't have to affect you necessarily. Yeah, and I guess that's why I just like. I don't know. I think of this podcast as like a blessing and a curse because it's like it's sometimes I just surround myself with too much mental health people and stuff. And oh my god, yeah. Sometimes it feels like you're in an echo chamber and you're just like talking about it with nothing else, and it's easy to get in your head about it. Yeah. Sometimes you do need a break. Sometimes you need a palate cleanser. You need to talk yeah. about fucking earwigs. Yeah. <laughs> and fucking lately, I I don't know. I just feel like I I. I feel I don't know. Like, like I, I don't want to make this my shtick. Like, I'm talking to people, and then I start thinking, like, do I even have a mental health problem? Like, but then it's not about that. It's just about always improving your mental health. You like, need no to what. look up imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you're talking about it, and I think that's cool. At the end of the day... You know, if people don't like it, they don't have to listen to it. But I don't think, like, you can say whatever you want. It's your podcast. I think it's cool that you're processing this, like, on air. You're like, oh, my God, do I even, like, should I even do a podcast? Like, what am I doing? Like, what's, you know, you're saying these things out loud live. And uh, I don't know. I think it's cool. I appreciate that. It, it, it makes me feel validated that. Yeah, I'm here to hella validate you. <laughs> Even, I don't know, even like, you know, you're not the first person, but some for some reason it just feels, like, I don't know why I keep questioning myself, like, I'm a, 110 episodes in, and, like, I, I'm still fucking questioning myself. That's the culture know. we live in, though, they're yeah. like, if you do something, you need to be the best at it, and it's yeah. like, no, what if I want to have just, like, a mediocre podcast, maybe it doesn't have a ton of listeners, but it makes me happy. Who the fuck cares? Like, it's so easy to compare yourself to others. Like, I do it all the time. Right. But at the end of the day, it's your brainchild, you know? <laughs> you can make it whatever you want. And that's why I love podcasts. And I love that so many more people are doing them now. Like, a lot of people are like, everyone's doing a podcast now. What the fuck? But, like, I love it. I think the more podcasts out there, the better. You can get super specific ones like ours. And, like, within those, there's, like, a fun little community of, like, 
mental health podcasts. I love it. You're, you're right. That, that's a very positive way to look at it. That's a very it's, po- It is. I don't know. If we're going to leave people with anything, it's like, listen to mental health podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. And don't be afraid to talk about your feelings. All right. I'll work on that. I'm going to, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to take my own advice or take your advice. I just, uh. I don't know. I want to see your. I want to see your therapist receipts. I've <laughs> never. Kidding. Yeah, I've never gone to a therapist, so I'm really like debating about doing it. Uh, and I know I already know that it's good to do it if you feel like there's nothing wrong with it. I just. Uh, and there's free. There uh, are free options out there for people, and there's so many like apps these days, like yeah. BetterHelp and all that shit. Like. <laughs> yeah. I, there's things, there's options for people and like it's scary i get it it's a pain in the ass i feel like, scared it's worth I, it. and a part of me just feels like oh i want to like just never see a therapist and and uh, and i'll be the guy who just does podcasts and, it, and that'll be my fucking thing well, and like, i don't know there's no one size fits all answer to mental health you know mm-hmm. like not everyone is going to see a therapist that's not the only way you can have good mental health you don't like if you know you don't have to see a therapist there's other things out there too suicide no, but from my, no oh my joking. god no uh i i feel like i'm being very negative i don't know where this came from i took so oh, no. many saws just uh you know what it's okay we just sometimes you just need to sit in your feelings and like feel all the negative thoughts and like sometimes you just need to get it out there and say it out loud and because like everything fucking sucks right now like yeah. life is kind of hard right now. I'm not gonna lie; it's really hard, and it feels shitty a lot of times. Turn this on. Yeah, I, I fucking god damn it. I don't. I don't know. I'm just like my mind is just fucking buzzing, and I feel like oh, yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, what was that thing you think I have? Fucking hypersonic syndrome. No, no hypochondria. Hypochondria. No, I gotta don't. write that down. Take all my words with a grain of salt. Like I'm not a therapist or anything. Um, how do how do I spell that? H y p o c h o n d r i a. Hypochondriac. I think. Person is abnormally anxious. Dude, I think that's me. Oh my well, god. Well, um, <laughs> Godspeed on your research. Um, <laughs> yeah. I will let you go. I think yeah. you just need to take like a breather. And, <laughs> um, I give you my blessing. I give you permission to do nothing. All right. Like, this is me validating you. Look at my fucking and hair, dude. I'm I look gonna, fucking stressed I'm out. I'm going to take my own advice, and after this, I'm going to probably smoke a bowl and just like watch a movie or something. I'm Maybe gonna... we'll watch that horror movie i'm gonna watch that movie and i'll, I'll let you know all if right. i'm scared or not but all right, all right well, thank, thank you. you so much for this thank um, you for coming you can, on my show yeah you can come on mine anytime uh pickles and vodka we ha- we'll have a great awkward time over there we'll talk about your wigs yeah. all right dude so there it was the pickles and vodka podcast god damn dude i did like two hour 45 minute podcast today man uh yeah, I don't know. I guess I just got to get on with doing what I got to do. But I guess I'll be on her podcast and then I'll fucking post it up on here. But yeah, uh, thank you for listening and all of that shit. Catch a fucking... Catch a fucking... I got to piss so bad. I'm like halfway through this fucking gallon. I've woosawed so much today, man. 
probably stressed out. Gotta look this shit up. But alright. Catch you guys later, man. Have a good day.